Hey everybody, Tyler Olson coming to you here on the sales podcast and uh, I'm running solo today but we're going to be discussing technical items that cause us to either add or subtract time on a nightly clean to either uh, gain us more hours when needed or save us hours and budget when needed. So the first thing is <clears throat> a standard building is a general production rate is what we need to start with. So if you need to understand uh, general production rates and how they factor into building, we need to know what the building type is and how big it is. And, you know, basically, if, is it a daycare, a dealership, standard office space, a warehouse, a medical clinic, all those different things have accompanying standard production rates that go with them. And those can be found in the building survey form that you should all have on the tab labeled key. If you don't understand how to use general production rates to find base hours in a facility, then you need to get with your sales manager and have them help explain it to you. However, anybody listening to this podcast, unless you're brand new, welcome if you are brand new, should have the basic understanding of how to bid a facility. When we get into a facility, however, and once we know the base production rates, there are a number of factors that can either add or subtract time from the nightly cleaning to adjust the budget. We're going to start with what adds time. The first thing that adds time is the flooring type. The more hard floor, meaning a moppable hard surface, is in a facility, the longer it's going to take to clean. So we usually don't adjust the production rate until less than 70% of the building is carpeting. If you have 70% or more of the building being carpeted, then you don't have to adjust the, the, the production rates. If you start to get to 60-40, 50-50, you know, 40, 60, where that there's less and less and less and less carpet in the facility, we need to slow that production rate down, the initial production rate. Um, there's not a really steadfast, hard way to do that, but basically for about every 10% less of carpet there is, you should probably subtract about 500 square feet an hour out of the production rate as a baseline indicator. Um, the reason we do this is carpet is a one-time clean. You're spot vacuuming and once a week you're full vacuuming an area, but you only have to go over it one time a night. With mopping, you have to either sweep and or vacuum the floor first and then come back and mop the flooring before it's, it's cleaned. Uh, and generally when you're spot vacuuming, it's a lot less areas that you end up vacuuming because it's only visible debris. Uh, and debris is significantly more visible on a hard floor that has to be mopped, so you end up mopping a larger space on a nightly basis than you would if it was just spot vacuuming carpet. Another factor that comes into play very often is the amount of glass that's in a facility. If you walk into a standard office space where maybe some side lights on offices or maybe a few office doors and the entry door have glass on it, we're not adding time for glass for those things. We do already account for some level of moving glass in normal production rates. What I'm talking about is you walk into a facility and every conference room has glass walls. The offices are full glass walls that you know and glass doors. Uh, the railing has glass going down the staircases. All those sorts of things where there's an overabundance of glass and shiny surfaces on walls uh, where we're going to end up having to spot clean a lot of handprints and different debris off of the glass throughout the weeks. Um, generally, again, there's not a real hard, fast rule of how much to add, but a starting point is if it's a class A, holy cow, there's a lot of glass in here type building, I would t add about a half an hour per 10,000 square feet of space per night. If it's, you know, oh, there's some extra glass, but it's not a crazy amount, but mo def definitely more than a standard office space, uh, then you want to add about 15 minutes per 10,000 square feet per night. 
if you need to understand what a standard office space is, the current citywide offices uh, is pretty standard office space. Very little glass, a little glass in the entryway, nothing really much anywhere else. And even if there was side lights on the sides of the conference rooms or the office doors going into people's offices, that would still be very standardized. So that gives you a, kind of a baseline. Uh, the third most common factor that has us adding time to a facility is um, walking time. And there are a couple factors. It could be a warehouse type facility where there's an office in the front and then in the back of the warehouse there's either some break room or bathrooms or you know a shipping office or something that we have to walk across the warehouse to go clean. Whenever we have to do that, if it's a significant amount of time, if it's a very small warehouse you're not adding, but if it's a significant amount of walking time, you need to add some time in there because the person's going to have to get all their cleaning stuff, whether it's on a cart or they're, you know, rolling a brute and a mop bucket, however they're getting it across the deal, uh, across the warehouse, you're going to have to account for that time on a nightly basis. So maybe it's a five-minute walk there, a five-minute walk back, so we need to add 10 to 15 minutes each time we clean just to account for that. The other factor that adds a lot of walking time in is if you have a larger facility in only one area or very few areas where somebody can go get water. Now, if you have a you know, four-story building and every floor has a water access, you're probably fine. But we've run into it where we had you know a 400,000 square foot facility where they had one mop bucket uh, fill an empty spot in one janitor's closet on the far end, lowest level of the building and ended up spending a significant amount of time that we didn't account for. That's how we learned this lesson. Uh, walking back and forth just to get water and fill up auto scrubbers and empty auto scrubbers and empty mop buckets. So whenever you see a significant amount of walking time, you need to be adding time for that. The other thing that adds walking time is if you have two buildings or like a campus of multiple buildings on the same property and we're bidding it as one account. You need to account for walking time between the facilities but also the setup and teardown time in each building so if they have to get all of their cleaning supplies in one building put away walk to the next building and then restart that process refilling mop buckets getting everything rolling again in the second building we do need to account for that time as well uh, usually about 15 minutes of teardown and setup time plus whatever the walk time in will cover most of that um, those are the probably the most common three things that make us add time. Yes, there's a whole bunch of other ones that are here and there, but we run into them less, and you know the question will come up from the building survey review on whether we need to add or subtract time for those things. So let's move on to the other side of the coin and talk about what lets us subtract time from a building. Uh, the first being is, is how many people are in the facility or how dense the population in the building is. If you have a very sparse population, you can speed up the production rate a little bit. Um, you know, if it's a very dense population, the other way, you want to make it on the slower end. But we're talking about speeding up right now, so if there's not a lot of people in the building uh, and it feels like kind of a ghost town, then oftentimes you can speed up the production rate a little bit just because there's less trash, there's less vacuuming, less debris, less people using the bathrooms, and we can clean faster. Another factor would be centralized trash. If we have a few facilities that we clean where we uh, they have centralized trash, meaning that we don't go empty the desk side trash cans in every office and cubicle, the employees are in charge of bringing that stuff to a centralized few bins, dumping it in there, and we only empty the centralized bins. When you look at those sorts of situations, we can subtract about 20,000 square feet per hour production rate out of a building. So if you have a 100,000 square foot building, and they're doing centralized trash, 20,000 square feet an hour on 100,000 square feet, you save about five hours per night uh, on the general trashing. However, we do need to add some time back in because we would, even with centralized trashing, somebody needs to empty the common area, conference room trash, 
the bathroom trash, the break room trash, anything like that, plus the handful of large trash receptacles that they are having the people dump their stuff into. Um, so in a back to that 100,000 square foot facility where we took five hours out, we would probably need to add anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours back in, netting three reduced hours a night, but still being able to empty all those trashes and save a significant amount of time and budget for the customer. Um, the other thing that we can do with saving time is a flex clean, where maybe we are only emptying desk side trashes three days a week and we're only vacuuming two days a week or vice versa. Then you need to you know, reverse engineer how many hours you're taking out on any given night from the baseline production rates and get them a new adjusted rate for those things. Um, those are probably the three main factors that we run into where we can actually take hours out of a facility because of either stuff that they're doing, a scope of work that they're open to, or just the general population that's using the facility. Um, so in conclusion on this one, there are a multitude of different reasons that either add or subtract time from a facility. However, uh, we're not going to get into every single one because we'd be here for hours and hours and hours uh, if we really dove into the weeds on each one and listed each one out. Uh, so these are kind of the higher level ones that you're going to run into most more often. And any other factors that uh, could be uncovered will generally be uncovered in the building survey review, which is why we send it out to the group and let the ops team and the sales management team look over the bids and approve them before they go out. So just make sure you're keeping these things in mind as you're looking at facilities. Um, and also, one last uh, tool that you have for a lot of these things that can add and subtract time would be the building survey inserts. Uh, it's a list of questions for different facility types that would either cause us to increase or decrease the number of hours or have to adjust stuff in a scope of work and add, add or subtract hours based on whether uh, something is happening or not happening in a facility. Um, they're broken down by facility type, so as long as you've reviewed those, bring those questions with you on the different facility types in the building surveys uh, and ask the pertinent questions. You should be squared away and have a fairly easy chance at having accurate bids right off the bat. Uh, if you have any questions, get with your sales manager and we can review these in person. Have a good day.